At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Is here and Visa experts are ready to take you through every first round matchup. This is Betting the Bracket on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We are off and running. It is betting the bracket here on VSIN. All 68 teams are nestled in, they know where they're headed. The madness starts on Tuesday night in Dayton, Ohio. Lines are trickling out. And to break it down for the next two hours, we've got a crew of Matt Humans, Adam Burke, and to join us off the top, we just saw him on television, Mr. Derek Stevens, owner and CEO of Circa and Circa Sports. Guys, the bracket is here. We've got 68 teams ready to go. There's going to be a regional in Las Vegas, and there could be Kansas, UCLA, Gonzaga, all here in Sin City within two weeks. It is uh, it is quite the bracket. So uh, we'll uh, we got a lot to get to. Derek, I'll start with you with the the million dollar question. People want to know how soon will that board be lit up? It's now. I'm looking behind us. You have the setup of the bracket. How soon do you think lines will be percolating from the brilliant minds in your risk room? I I, uh, I think we're certainly going to see something within the next hour, but frankly, we might see them any minute here. I think it's going <laughs> to populate very, very quickly here. Um, we're going to post uh, numbers prior to totals, so it should happen. Uh, it should, should happen momentarily. It definitely happened during your show. Yeah, no, looking forward to that. There are some spots fluctuating out. Uh, we'll just kind of go down the line. Um, you know, 12 fives are always interesting. You know, the question will all be asked, who's this year's St. Mary's as they made the magical run to the Sweet 16 last year, excuse me, the Elite Eight last year. Matt, your initial kind of impression, our four number one seeds, for those of you jumping in your car, Alabama in the South, Purdue in the East, Houston in the Midwest, and Kansas in the West. The West, of course, will end here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I think that's the right uh, four number ones. Now, I think UCLA would have been a number one had it not lost Jalen Clark to an injury and uh, lost a Pac-12 tournament championship game. UCLA was going to be my pick to win the tournament. i got to reconsider that whole thing, Tim. Uh, just a couple general thoughts about the bracket. Uh, I really am looking forward to the UConn and Iona game, Rick Pitino's last run here as uh, Gale's coach before he takes the St. John's job. That is the four thirteen game. Yep. I'm just when people bring up games, I'm just going to be the moderator. Four thirteen <clears throat> in the West Region, UConn and Iona, and that game will be taking place in Albany, New York. We're going to break down all the games. I'll just say I, I cannot believe Rutgers did not make the field, and Nevada did. Yeah, that was a bit a bit surprising, Adam. 
Well, I'm going to rant about what I was ranting about as we start. <laughs> you and I were watching the bracket selection show here at Circus Sportsbook, and the first game that came out in that 5-12 was San Diego State and Charleston. San Diego State is badly underseeded as a five, and Charleston, of course, a dangerous team that had a really good regular season. One of those two teams will be gone in that first game, and the committee is kind of notorious for doing this, putting the dangerous mid-majors against each other, and they did it here, and it's as frustrating as can be. If you remember last year, I mean, they had Gonzaga play Memphis in that second round game. Hell of a ball game. Really, really good game. Gonzaga survived, but that was a tough draw for the Bulldogs. It seemed kind of unfair given how good they were. This happens year in and year out, and unfortunately, I think San Diego State is the team that gets a tough draw with, with Charleston. I think you and I both like the Aztecs in that game, but then, of course, you know, playing Virginia in that 4-13 game Maybe. in that South region. Maybe. 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 Yeah. We'll yeah. see. The Paladins, baby. Let's uh, let's not overlook that. Furman there in the 4-13 game of the South region uh your 512 matchups Derek everyone's always excited about the 512 matchups I I got to imagine as someone who books these this type of action the 12 seeds on the money line are are always probably a very popular bet by folks that infiltrate into Vegas oh absolutely I mean you you see a lot of people that take uh that take the 12s and you know they 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 basically build a portfolio you take four four of them uh you know, on the money line, that's been a pretty popular play over the years, and it's been a pretty profitable play over the years. What we're what we've seen though, and I think we're going to see it again um, when you look at some of the seeds. There's there's going to be some some teams that are um, you know with, with with the higher higher seeding that are going to be the favorites. I say higher lower seeding, yeah. but but will be favorites in this as we've seen in years past as well. But there certainly looked like there are a couple out there. I was sitting with Mike Palm when they were when they were coming up, like whoa. We got a, we got a, we got a, we got a. Uh, I think we have an eleven that's going to be a pretty good size favorite. Uh, we saw a couple that we think are going to be flipped like that. Yeah, and uh, we'll see how the play-in games all unfold. Uh, your five twelve matchups right now: San Diego State, Charleston, as Adam alluded to, uh, in the South Region. Duke against Oral Roberts, your ACC champ against Oral Roberts, who uh, was phenomenal in the Summit League, went undefeated there, a team that made the Sweet 16 as a 15th seed just two years ago. Max Aismas still on that roster. In the Midwest region, Miami against Drake, a game that I think will be fascinating there. I think that'll be the shortest line. I think it is already at most books of the three, or of the four, five, 12 matchups, and then St. Mary's and VCU. You mentioned, Derek, the likelihood of us seeing some uh, low, or higher seeded teams as the underdog or as the favorite uh Utah State Matt is a slight favorite at some shops against Missouri that's the 10-7 matchup in the south region yeah and I, I disagree with that actually because I think the Mountain West being overrated by a lot of people I understand what Adam's saying about San Diego State that team's legit they won the Aztec won the conference and won the conference tournament the Mountain West has lost eight straight NCAA tournament games 10 of the last 11. Uh, Utah State's a, a top 10 <clears throat> three-point shooting percentage team in college basketball. But I still think uh, Kobe Brown, one of the top players in the SEC, I would make Missouri a slight favorite. Actually, when I look at my numbers, I've got Missouri two points better than Utah State. Adam, when you look at uh, some of these uh, 5-12 matchups, Duke Oral Roberts was one that, that really intrigues me. Uh, some shops you're starting to see Duke backing and Derek I want to get to you in just a second on this game because Duke was a team that you know was flirting where are they gonna be an eight seed where are they gonna be a seven seed here they get hot they ultimately land on the five line they win the ACC tournament they beat three NCAA tournament teams on their way to winning that ACC tournament beating Pitt beating Miami and then beating UVA so Duke early action at least at some shops they're getting backing up as high as seven but this is an Oral Roberts team that is incredibly dangerous. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, do you look at recent form for these teams or do you look at the full body of work? Because Duke has figured some things out, especially, you know, as Jeremy Roach has gotten healthier as the season's gone along. But this is a team that clearly had issues in the middle of the year. So you look at them and you say, okay, do I more heavily weigh what they've done recently or do I look at that full body of work? And for Oral Roberts, I mean, their body of work is very, very strong, albeit in a weaker conference. So, yeah, I think that's definitely an interesting game, to say the least. And, you know, for the other 5-12 game, I think it's pretty interesting here, is, is St. Mary's and VCU, where you got a St. Mary's team that takes really, really good care of the basketball. They always have. They're very well coached under Randy Bennett. VCU, the biggest thing for them is forcing turnovers, and they don't take care of the basketball well. I think that's actually a pretty good matchup for St. Mary's, 
all things considered with the 512s that we usually get. And Derek, I think as I look, and I'll get confirmation here, I believe you guys have posted the first four numbers here, which we'll hand out in just a moment, uh, those Tuesday and Wednesday night games. But, you know, curious, once again, as things go on, you know, each tournament is is created differently. But you look at the likes of a team like Duke, who usually the public wants to back, but then you've kind of got this chic, sexy team in Oral Roberts who's made a run before. You know how people are when they get here to town. They want to fire on the underdog. So I, I'm fascinated. I bet you right now, if I had to guess, guys, that will be one of the primetime CBS games, either Thursday or Friday night. Um, and we'll get the times for you, hopefully, as the show goes on. But, you know, looking at that matchup, we've got a blue blood in Duke who's gotten hot, but then you've got this this Cinderella type of team that hasn't lost, I believe, in this calendar year, or they lost one game to New Mexico, right, like early January. But this team, so I'm curious how that action will be on that game. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, I think we're going to see a lot of action in that game. Um, you know, I I know you're going to get to uh, the the these first four. Yeah. Um, I really like the way the first four played out. I was very excited to see how uh, see how these things played out because, effectively, I mean these games on Wednesday are going to be a, a couple of the most bet games of uh, of the tournament, just because everybody's coming into town and they're uh, and and they're going to be hammering the hammering the two games on Wednesday. Uh, it might be a little bit maybe that's a bit more uh, Vegas localized than it is around the country. But uh, but the Wednesday night games, uh, and I still don't know which which two are Wednesday and which two are Tuesday. But these two Wednesday night um, are are real critical for uh, for for Vegas. Yeah, and uh, once again, if you're wondering, the first four, uh, once again, we'll get into all the dates and times. Uh, your 16 seeds: Texas A&M Corpus Christi against Southeast Missouri State. Uh, Circa has Texas A&M Corpus Christi as a three point favorite with a total of 150. And uh, Texas Southern fairly Dickinson, the Texas Southern uh, Jaguar or Tigers, um, minus one and a half. They are 14 and 19, ladies and gentlemen, and they are a favorite against fairly Dickinson coming out of the NEC. The bizarre situation of fairly Dickinson lost the NEC championship game to Merrimack. Merrimack not eligible to make the NCAA tournament. Your 11 seeds, Mississippi State. Uh, against Pittsburgh and Arizona State against Nevada. So, yeah, that I would imagine, Derek, that late night Wednesday game, whatever it may be, either Mississippi State, Pittsburgh, or Arizona State, Nevada, will probably be a very heavily bet game starting at what, like six six thirty Pacific time. Yeah, it would, it would be uh, right about that time. What the first game is what three forty five our in time. That ballpark, yeah. So so six six uh, six thirty uh, uh, Dayton time, and then and then after that. But yeah, I think that late game. I think the the first game on uh, on um, on Wednesday is uh, isn't that going to be the Howard game? Uh, Howard is going to play Kansas, so they they avoid the Dayton situation. So we're still uh, efforting all the dates and times of uh, of all these games. But uh, yeah, Texas Southern, Fairleigh Dickinson, Texas A and M, Corpus Christi, Southeast Missouri State. Those are your those will be your early games on Tuesday and Wednesday. So a lot to get to. Derek Stevens, owner and CEO of Circa and Circa Sports. Uh, Adam Burke, Matt Humans, Tim Murray with you. It is betting the bracket. We will get you all the numbers you need to know. Break it all down for the next two hours right here on VEASAN. So stick with us. It is betting the bracket. March Madness is here. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting the Bracket on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Live from the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, the bracket is set 68 teams with hopes of winning a national championship. I mean, I don't know. If, okay. I don't know if Texas A&M Corpus Christi thinks they're going to win a national championship, but hey. I think about half those teams just hope to win a game. Okay. Hey, you know, I'm a dreamer, Matt. I'm a dreamer. All right. One of these days. <laughs> Matt Eumann's the one laughing to my left. Adam Burke and the owner and CEO of Circa and Circa Sports. Derek Stevens in studio with us here as we are working our way through the bracket and looking behind us. In the Circus Sportsbook, we're starting to see the Lions come out. As I look over, Virginia laying six against Furman has popped up there on the big board behind us, as we have for those of you watching with us. That is uh, going to be an interesting one in the South region, the four versus 13. Also, uh, San Diego State opening as a four-point favorite against College of Charleston here at Circus Sportsbook. That is the 5-12 showdown in the South region. The four uh, four play-in games are all set. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, a three-point favorite with a total of 152.5 against Southeast Missouri State. Texas Southern, a two-and-a-half-point favorite now, so it looks like action came in on Texas Southern out of the shoot here Absolutely. against Fairleigh Dickinson. Mississippi State, a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Pittsburgh. That'll be the nightcap, I believe, on Tuesday night in Dayton, Ohio, and then Arizona State is a one-point favorite over Nevada. Uh, The winner of that game will play TCU in the West region. Uh, Derek, before we kind of continue to work our way through the bracket here, um, you mentioned during the break there are going to be, I'm sure, a handful of teams as we move on through that you, the house, will be cheering against. But as of right now, what are the four teams that you would uh, very much not like to see in Houston? Yeah, Cirque is long to uh, Houston, uh, Miami of Florida, um, long to St. Mary's, and uh, the fourth is um, is UCLA. So those are the four teams um, where, at this point in the action, Cirque is not looking forward to them moving along. Well, just just where just where we are. I'm yeah. sure it's a little different in every book, but that's how that's how we stand going into the tournament. Matt, I'll go to you first. So UCLA is the two seed in the West region. Uh, they are on a collision course to face Gonzaga here in Las Vegas. If they both make it to the Sweet 16, that'll be a Thursday night game here in Las Vegas. They open up against UNC Asheville. Uh, looks like some shops have them up around a 20-point favorite, 19-and-a-half or so. Uh, you mentioned it to start, but going back to your thought on UCLA, just based off of their health, do you think this team has the goods right now to make the run to the championship? Well, I think UCLA is good enough to reach the Final Four. If you look at that bracket, Kansas is a vulnerable one seed. We just saw the Jayhawks get blown out by Texas in the Big 12 championship game. We've seen Texas blow out Kansas twice in the last 
uh, two weeks. So, yeah, the Jalen Clark injury, if, for those who don't know, he's an elite defensive player, 6'5 guard, maybe the best defensive player in college basketball. He's also one of UCLA's top three scorers. You take him out of the lineup, Mick Cronin did not have a deep team anyway. He was only playing six guys uh, significant minutes. So that was – Bruins were going to be my pick to win this whole thing. I've got futures tickets on them at some good prices, and I was very confident in UCLA. I've, I've got to rethink it now. Um, I'm not going to commit to a pick to win it before I go through the bracket tonight, but UCLA definitely not as strong as it was a week ago, Tim. And Clark suffered that injury in the regular season finale against Arizona, and I saw the clip of him walking on crutches. I said, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Derek had what's a different this, reaction. You know, what's this going to do to UCLA? Well, Derek, does yeah. have, he doesn't have to sweat St. Mary's in Miami, okay? He's only got to worry about Houston <laughs> and UCLA. Uh, let's, get to, uh, let's get to Houston, Adam, with you. Houston is the one seed in the Midwest region. That runs through Kansas City. Uh, they open up against Northern Kentucky, the Horizon League champ. And assuming they don't pull a UVA against UMBC, they'll face the winner of Iowa and Auburn. Uh, what do you make of Houston's initial draw? Yeah, I mean, the thing about Houston is, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit as the bracket was coming out. I mean, they've been a metrics darling all year long. I mean, they've been number one, number two, according to Bart Torvik, Ken Pomeroy. Even though they play in a fairly weak American Athletic Conference, they've just been so dominant. And that's that's all you can ask a team to do, right? I mean, they don't get to pick who they play. It's just a matter of how good they look when they do it. And they looked pretty good with doing it. The question kind of is for me, you know, I don't think that Iowa or Auburn is a tough matchup for them in that 8-9 game. Miami and Drake, I think, is a pretty fascinating, you know, 5-12. But I don't think either one of those teams stacks up very well against Houston. I think Houston's draw in that Midwest region is really, really good. And I know you're sitting on a Houston future. Yeah. I think you said 22-1. to I'd be pretty surprised, honestly, if they didn't make it to the Final Four with the region that they have. One game uh, that just popped up. So we have the uh, the big graphic behind us. And as Derek Stevens sits here, owner and CEO of Circus Sports, we'll just keep saying the lines as they come out. Uh, Marquette opens as an 11. It looked like might have opened even shorter. Uh, maybe has been bet up as an 11-point favorite now uh, against Vermont. A Vermont team that's been there, done that, Derek. So uh, looks like Marquette Mar down there. And uh, early action seems to be coming in as I look over again, yeah, up I, to 11 and a half. Yeah, yeah. We opened it at a 10. Okay. And uh, we went to 11 about a minute ago. And just as you started talking here about 10 seconds ago, it just went to the 11 and a half. So it's been all Marquette since the number's been posted. So early action on Marquette uh, here at Circus Sports up to 11 and a half. And it's fun to kind of just keep, keep an eye on what's going on over there. As hey, Tim, you, yeah, I, got, go ahead. I, got, I got a real interesting one Let's here. Let's do it. Um, on Tennessee, we opened a nine. It immediately went to a 10 to a 10 and a half. At South Point, it opened at a 13, and it immediately went down to an 11. Think about that. We, we, there's so much pressure on, on, these, um, on these bookmakers to put these numbers out, but you have a respected book at South Point posts a 13, and Circa posts a nine, and quickly the market is converging around that 10 and a half, 11 number. I'm going to say this. Tennessee 13 is way too high. So, hey, DraftKings was 14 at open. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Tennessee is the numbers got to be somewhere around. I would say 11. So Tennessee is the 4-13 matchup in the East region. So Derek, you guys opened nine, you said, and South Point opened 13, and now here we are, and somewhere meeting in the middle where yeah. you guys looks like you're at 10 and a half. I think South Point might be at 11. Right. Um, other, I mean, once again, you guys only have a handful of games uh, posts, and we'll kind of run through it. Any other? Uh, early action. It looks like yeah, San Diego State. We opened a three, went mm -hmm. to three and a half. Uh, now it's at a four. It's been all San Diego State money early on. Another one that looks like, uh, at least over my shoulder, West Virginia. I want to say you guys opened a two. Uh, that's the eight nine matchup uh, in the uh, South region. Uh, the winner gets Alabama, and it looks like maybe a couple uh, early dollars coming in on uh, on the Terps. Uh, yep, you nailed it right uh, right there. That's that's a uh, that's what happened. A little bit on, uh, <laughs> a little bit on Maryland. So let me, let me just get the perspective of this real quickly, Derek. How are your guys back there? So you make the numbers, you put them out, and now you've got to be reactionary to okay, who's betting? Just kind of take us through the process right now. How this is all unfolding? Yeah, Matt's back back there directing uh, directing the symphony here, but uh, he's a he's a, a very aggressive guy when when it comes to trying to get to a number. So he wants to take bets, and and they're going to move, and uh, and and there's a decent chance we're going to overreact. 
So there could be a move you're going to see here today. We post a number at a seven and may go to a 10 real quick, but it might, might, you know, come back towards an eight by the time it goes. So Matt's not worried about overreacting. He's going to make moves and he's going to make them quick. All right, once again, we're breaking down the bracket as the numbers come out. So while maybe the most interesting move so far, Tennessee opening nine as a nine-point favorite against Louisiana Lafayette here at Circa. Uh, South Point opening at 13, and now those numbers have kind of converged a little bit in the middle, Matt. Yeah, I double-checked here. I've got Tennessee 10 over Louisiana. Okay. That's what I had. And, you know, the, the guys here at Circa are really sharp. Talking about Richie Bachelary, Nick Bogdanovich, Matt Metcalf. Uh, you're not going to find a sharper group of odds makers than you have right here. Adam, uh, just a couple thoughts here on some of the moves that we've seen so far. Uh, San Diego State uh, opening three here, early money coming in on the Aztecs. You and I initially kind of liked the Aztecs here. We saw some other shops open around five on that game. Yeah, and I think, like like to Derek's point, I mean, you know, you're know, you going to have a difference of opinion in terms of openers. Everyone wants to get to the correct number, or at least what appears to be the correct number, as quickly as possible. And the betters will kind of help you out with that. They will shape the market. They will tell you where to go. So I think it is interesting that, you know, we're talking about games that maybe had a difference of three, four, five points, as, as Derek mentioned, and we're seeing that convergence. And I think that that makes sense. That's how you get, you know, a really efficient market at this time of the year. But as far as that game specifically, I mentioned, I think San Diego State is underseeded as a five. I mean, they were a top 15, top 10 team, according to most ranking sites throughout the year. They should be a four. I think it should be a four, yeah. I, I told the first thing I told Tim was I think they should be on the line that Virginia's on. Virginia taking on Furman in that same little bracket. Derek, before we let you run, Derek Stevens, Thursday, this will be what March Madness number three for you here at Circus at the at this Circus Sportsbook uh, over here at this book, yeah. And what what as we hit a break here, how has March Madness just grown? Uh, in Vegas. It's just unbelievable. I mean, this place is going to be buzzing. Uh, um, from Stadium Swim to the sports book here, I, I, I think pretty much everything's sold out. People are flying into town, so well, we're excited. We're ready to go. And, and effectively, really, it starts Wednesday now. This Wednesday night game is going to be a monster. That's Derek Stevens. Appreciate him breaking down those early line moves of March Madness. The bracket is set. We're breaking it all down for you right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The bracket is here, 68 teams. Probably not all of them believe they can win a national championship, but, you know, they'd like to hope and dream that maybe they could win a game or two. Matt Humans is here. Adam Burke is here as well. Thanks to Derek Stevens for joining us and giving some instant reaction to some of the early line moves that they had here at Circus Sports. And uh, now we head to another sports book, uh, headed up by our good friend Johnny Avello. Uh, Johnny? Always appreciate uh, you breaking it down for us uh, live from, I believe, the the floor of it all there at the DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Johnny, how has the action been for you guys? And, uh, you know, looking around when this bracket was started to be unveiled at around 6.05 Eastern time, how quickly did you guys want to try to get out your numbers? Immediately, Timmy. Um, you know, as soon as the matchup was announced within 15 seconds or so, we had to we had the, the line up uh, and the action's been robust since. Uh, so there are some games that have moved quite a few points. Uh, some haven't moved at all. Some future action taking place. We had the totals up. They've been moving. So I'm listening to the guys behind me. Just they're calling out, you know, the, the bets and the moves. I just heard Colgate under 149 for five dimes. So, uh, you know, the, the, the money keeps coming in. Johnny, uh, do you have, what sort of betting limits do you have here on the openers? If Tim Murray wants to fire 25K <laughs> on a game, you'll take 25, but you take 50. What are you taking here? Bring it on, TM. Bring it on. <laughs> He's like, wait, Tim wants to fire a million. You can do whatever you want there. Uh, Johnny, you mentioned some uh, some total moves, and you mentioned just uh, just now Colgate, who is the uh, that's the 15 seed in the Midwest region against Texas. So some early money or five dimes, as you mentioned, to the under there. Uh, what are some of those totals? I know you mentioned uh, to us just off the air that you've moved a handful of these games uh, on the totals. Yeah, a lot of under bets I'm seeing so far. Uh, 
Xavier uh, Kennesaw State, 156 and a half was the opener. That's down to 155 and a half. Uh, Furman, Virginia, 133 and a half, down to 131 and a half. That one took a couple of pops. So um, we're seeing a lot of under act, more unders than overs right now. Johnny, we're looking both macro and micro here on the show, looking at the overall draw for these teams and also the individual games. You mentioned there's been some futures action so far. So what are the draws that the betters like to this point? You know, one couple of things that surprised me here was the Marquette's playing Vermont. We opened the game 13 and a half and we're down to 12. Uh, you know, took they took 13 and a half and they took 13. But in the futures, they bet Marquette uh, 25 to 1 for 15,000. Uh, and they were, you know, so we dropped it to 22 to 1. Now, obviously, there's not a correlation there because Marquette can uh, win the game by anything up to 13 points and, and still be live. Uh, but it's just interesting how you know some of these games are bet and some of the how the futures are being bet also against that team. Uh, Duke was one thirty to one. I remember that was one of the first futures that came in early, uh, maybe about twenty minutes, twenty five minutes ago. Thirty to one for three K, and then uh, Baylor, Baylor uh, twenty two to one for uh, that one was for twenty K. So taking a lot of money right now on the future bets. I think people are sizing up the brackets and and seeing the teams they think could make it through and seeing if the value is there as far as a future bet's concerned. Johnny, can you talk about some of the games that have moved? Uh, you opened these sides, and I've noticed some movement here on the Tennessee game and on the uh, UConn game, uh, just two of them that I've noticed. How about uh, from your end, how many games have moved so far, a point, two points? Yeah, quite a uh, Arizona-Nevada to play in game. We opened that a pick uh, first first. Pop was on Arizona State. They're now the favorite. Uh, Tennessee game, that's the one with the biggest movement of all. Uh, that these, these bets are coming in at, you know, 5K apiece. We opened 14. We're all the way down to 10, moving a half a point along the way. The last move was from 11 to 10. Uh, UCL, UCLA against uh, UNC Asheville. Uh, that game has the two-way action on it, I'm saying. That game opened 19 and a half. Uh, First bet was on UCLA, then the next couple of bets were on Asheville. Uh, Duke's a pretty good mover, uh, five and a half up to seven. They love Duke, I guess, in this tournament. They like the streak they're on. Um, another, uh, I mentioned Marquette from 13 and a half down to 12. The Zags against Grand Canyon, 16 was the opener down to 14 and a half. Um, and another game, uh, A&M Corpus Christi, five down to four against Southeast Missouri State. That's a handful. There's a lot more, too. San Diego State opened six and a half. They're down to four and a half against Charleston. We're talking to Johnny Avello, Sportsbook Director at DraftKings, as he's sitting there on the floor, and uh, they are moving in live time uh, when it comes to these games. Uh, Johnny, you mentioned uh, that Duke-Oral Roberts game. You know, Duke is is red hot right now. They won the ACC tournament. Uh, so uh, what has been, and you mentioned it, what has been the move so far uh, with this Duke Oral Robert game? Where did you start? Where are you now? And also, what is your future situation with the Blue Devils as you know one of the more popular teams uh, in the country, and they're getting hot? It seems like at the right time. Yeah, you know, that seemed like the first bet that came in as we were opening up the numbers. The Duke, uh, you know, the five K on Duke uh, minus five and a half uh, up to six. They bet it again at six, at six and a half, and now up to seven. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be quite a bit of Duke action here. We'll see if Oral Roberts does grab some money closer to game time. As far as the futures on Duke, they are a small loser for us. Uh, Houston certainly is also. I mean, Houston, remember, we took that $1 million bet from Mattress Mac at 9-1. Uh, to 1, So uh, we haven't gotten off of that, but there's certainly been a lot of money in the pool. UCLA is another one they've been betting over the last two or three weeks. And UConn. Uh, UConn's not a loser for us, but UConn's been taking a steady flow of action lately. Johnny, can you give us a look behind the scenes at DraftKings and describe uh, how you make these numbers? I know at South Point, it's Chris Andrews, Vinny Maiulo, Jimmy Vaccaro. They huddle up and uh, post their openers here at Circuit. you got Matt Metcalf, Richie Bacheleri, and Nick Bogdanovich. Who do you have with you at DraftKings? How many guys are involved in this uh, opening odds-making process? Uh, there's actually about five or six core guys that are involved. Um, you know, and so that is our college basketball team. Uh, so the guys are, they were here, they were ready, had a good idea of what 
some of these matchups could be, knew who, you know, the number one seeds were going to be, uh, and were ready to, to put them up as soon as they were announced. So our team's a little bigger than those guys, but then again, you know, we got a lot more, we can handle a lot more different options also. So uh, team did a great job getting them up. Now the totals are, I think we have all the totals up, uh, all the money lines are up. Uh, ain't, Talk about one money line, Matt, that took a little uh, action was A&M against Penn State. The line opened up three and a half, absolutely no movement on the line at all. But it, there were about three limit pops coming in on A&M on the money line. Opened up 65. I think we're up to 70 or 75 now. You know, you put these numbers up so fast at DraftKings, Johnny. Do you have time uh, as a group back there to have disagreements, to hash it out, to get to the, the right number? Do you just put the number up? Uh, so quickly that you don't really have time to talk it out on these games back there. No, no, there's time for, there, there's a very short window for disagreement, but it's there, you know, could say, uh, you know, like this team one and a half, no, no, but uh, we'd like it two or models is two. So, you know, two. So it's, it's a uh, five or 10 seconds of disagreement time at the most. Johnny, you mentioned some of the futures action that's come in here now that we know the draw. Were you guys exposed to any teams heading into Selection Sunday that you were worried about from a futures standpoint? Well, I mentioned that Houston team, and that, that bet took place a couple of months ago. So that's one, certainly, uh, we haven't been able to get off of. Um, and, you know, the nice part about futures is that the, they stay open throughout the tournament. They've been open since for almost a year now. Um, and there's going to be plenty more money that's going to come in this pot. So uh, the futures we never took down as we were putting up the numbers. We kept them up, and people were dabbling on them. And when they saw a matchup that they thought uh, that was favorable in, the, in a particular region, then uh, you know they, they went and headhunted some of those teams. So, um, yeah, the futures are, are still, as we speak right now, the money's still pouring in on them. Johnny, do you anticipate the uh... – I know you take sharp and public action. Do you anticipate more action on the dogs that are seated like 12th and 13th? Because that's become the trend in recent years. People love to look for those upsets in that 12, 13 range. Yeah, you know, I think that's more of an unsophisticated bet, Matty. Uh, you know, that's the way that because there's so much dialogue about that mm -hmm. each and every year. Uh, that's not the way the sharps bet. I mean, the sharps look for. You know, uh, they look for a betting line that's uh, favorable to them. They don't care if it's a, you know, they don't care if it's a five twelve or it's a three fourteen. They're just looking for a certain line that that they think is where the value stands. He is Johnny Avello, busy man there on the floor, getting uh, all the lines and the latest action. Johnny, we appreciate it. Get back to work. It's uh, certainly a busy time. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. There he is, Johnny Avello, Sportsbook Director at DraftKings. He makes a great point there because a lot of times when the bracket comes out, you know, fans, public, you look at it and you're trying to pick the upsets. Mm -hmm. The sharp bettors are just looking for the numbers that are off by a couple of points. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And we've heard about some of those numbers that have been off and how the market has moved. Some of the bigger movers they've seen at DraftKings compared to what we heard from Derek Stevens just a moment ago more to break down the entire bracket adam burke matt humans myself tim murray stick around it is uh, betting the bracket here on vsin at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 
the 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May live on NFL Network ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more what's up I'm John Wall and I'm CJ Toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game we're now joined by three-time NBA six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. is betting the bracket on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against a spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our Big Dance Bracket and Betting Guides. This guide features in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VEASAN experts like Brent Musburger and Matt Humans. He'll be in there. Sign up today to get the Betting Guide plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament. Only $19. Head on over to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Matt Humans, Adam Burke. Myself, Tim Murray, here in studio at the Circus Sportsbook, breaking down the bracket as the numbers are trickling out. DraftKings has put out uh, numbers for every game. It looks like Circa is getting them out as well. South Point and uh, looks like Caesars is now putting up their numbers here in Las Vegas. So the numbers are starting to trickle out. So, gentlemen, let's try to go in order here, and we'll start with the play-in games, uh, which will start on Tuesday evening, and it looks like It'll be uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi taking on Southeast Missouri State. So Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the uh, victors of the Southland Conference, the 16 seed, the Islanders, 23 mm-hmm. and 10, taking on Southeast Missouri State, 19 and 16. Uh, taking a look at the numbers right now uh, on this game, looks like Circa Texas A&M Corpus Christi laying four. Uh, and at DraftKings, or excuse me, at South Point, it is three. So a little bit of a difference there. Um, Adam, anything on uh, the old 16 v. 16 showdown? Well, I figure you asked me about it because those are the games that I kind of tend to I write know. up That's over at VEASAN.com the Daily Best Bets article. One thing I think is pretty interesting here is that Southeast Missouri State, I mean, they had to win four games in four days mm-hmm. to win that OVC, and the OVC was awful this year. I mean, they lost Belmont lost Murray State. That conference has lost some pretty decent teams over the years. But, you know, they haven't played since March 4th. So they're going to have a 10-day layoff by the time they actually play. That's something I think is kind of interesting. You talk about, you know, rest versus rust and all those kinds of things in these early games where some of these conference tournament champs haven't played in a week and a half, two weeks, stuff like that. So that's something I'd worry about a little bit with Southeast Missouri State Let's say this, too, about the uh, Islanders out of the Southland. That's not a very good conference either. No. And Corpus Christi, one of my lowest-rated teams in this tournament. I, I thought this, these teams are going to be bad 16s. I've got uh, a one-and-a-half-point uh, one difference in these teams. I've got Corpus Christi one-and-a-half points better. They're 13-1 in the last 14 games. Second straight NCAA parents lost to Texas Southern 76-67 uh, in last year's uh, first four. Um I think this number is still a little bit too high here. I don't, and also you got to double check because Corpus Christi had a significant injury in the championship game of his conference tournament. A key player went down, and uh, I'm not sure of his status for the tournament. That's something I was going to research tonight. But 
I've got one and a half as the number on these. Teams. Winner of this game plays Alabama. That is in the South Region in Birmingham. In Birmingham, Alabama. That Just is the site. For of reference that. point, Tim, I've got Alabama twenty-four points better than Southeast Missouri. The other, the other game on Tuesday night looks like it'll be Mississippi State against Pittsburgh. Uh, there are some rumors out there that. Mississippi's head coach, Chris Jans, in his first year might be headed to Wichita State uh, with that job now open. The Bulldogs at Circa are a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Pittsburgh. Uh, this is the looks like the nightcap on Tuesday night. Uh, Matt, I'll start with you in uh, in Dayton. Some twos out there, and I do see South Point actually has a one. So anywhere between Mississippi State one to Mississippi State minus two. Uh, okay, I was looking at the Texas Southern game. We're moving ahead to Wednesday. Uh, on, uh, well, we were going to go. To, uh, this is, I think, this is the nightcap this is on the Tuesday. Night game on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I'll, Adam, I'll, I'll roll. So with these you are first. wrong on the odd screen. Is that right? Yeah. Because, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ESPN bracket has the Corpus Christi game first on Tuesday, and then Mississippi State and Pitt. And and this is a fascinating game. I think, even though you know these were two of the final four teams that made it in, these are two teams that have very very contrasting styles. Mississippi State plays a slow ugly brand of basketball they're a very very good defensive team they're top 10 according to bart torvik and adjusted defensive efficiency they're bad on offense if not for a good offensive rebounding percentage they'd be even worse Pitt, on the other hand is a very bad defensive team but a quality offensive team the thing that worries me for Pitt, they are very reliant on the three they don't get to the rim a lot over 44 percent of their shots are three-point attempts and they're playing here in this play-in game in dayton arena so I kind of lean a little bit towards Mississippi State in this game. I'll trust the defense, but I don't know if I'll have a strong opinion one way or the other in this game. Yeah, I won't have a strong opinion here. I, I could actually make a case for Pitt uh, being a one-point favorite in this one. Uh, and also the Dayton location is a little bit better for uh, Pitt as far as fans traveling there. But Pitt picked up a big win early in the season at Northwestern. I think that's probably why the, the Panthers snuck into this tournament. Lost four out of six down the stretch yeah. Two or four out of seven, I beg your pardon. Two of their wins came against Georgia Tech, which is not uh, something you want to hold. Real your quick, on. I want to yeah. make sure we mention this. Tuesday, this is on True TV, so make sure on Monday you figure out what channel True TV <laughs> actually is, because you know unless you watch all the Impractical Jokers reruns, you don't know what channel it's on. All right, Texas Southern and uh, Fairleigh Dickinson. That's your 16 versus 16 showdown. Winner will take on Purdue uh, on Friday. So Wednesday night, the early one, Texas Southern, uh, who won the SWAC. Uh, Johnny Jones, their head coach, as they rattled off four wins or three wins in three days and finished up 14 and 20. They take on the winner of the NEC Fairly Dickinson, who actually didn't win their didn't conference, win. whatever. Mary Mack won the conference. <laughs> Dumbest rule ever. Doesn't matter. They're not playing right now. Fairly Dickinson, just for to point out, 312th yeah. in Ken Palm, ladies and gentlemen. Likely the worst team in the field. I've got the worst team in the field. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so Texas Southern is a three-and-a-half-point favorite uh, in this one. Actually, it's been bet down. I see some twos now. So it uh, looks like early action on the Knights from uh, good old New Jersey. Like you said, Kim Palm 312, 361 out of 363 in defensive efficiency. <laughs> and also, uh, Texas Southern, better than its record indicates, plays a tough non-conference schedule. Uh, won in the uh, first four last year, like I mentioned, over Corpus Christi by nine. I've got Texas Southern uh, five points better here. So I might, might play that one. Mm. Yeah, I don't really have an argument with what Matt said. And, and I think that Texas Southern is an example of a team that was really, really talented relative to its peers getting it right in the conference tournament. And that sometimes happens in these small leagues where teams, you know, a lot of these teams just aren't deep. So if they have injuries and stuff like that during the regular season, they can't overcome them. Then maybe that was just the case with Texas Southern here. And also, as you mentioned, I mean, Fairleigh Dickinson, they had 25 dunks total this season. They do not get to the rim all that effectively. <laughs> They're kind of a mid-range jump shot team. I don't like teams like that. I think Texas Southern is probably a good play in that play-in game on Wednesday. All right, the winner of that one goes to play Purdue. The winner of this game will take on TCU in the 6-11 showdown in the West region. That would be Arizona State against Nevada. Arizona State, a one, one-and-a-half point favorite. One here at Circa, one-and-a-half at DraftKings and South Point. I'll be honest, guys, a bit surprised to see the Wolfpack a bit. in this uh, field of 68, and uh, we'll see if uh, 
Steve Alford's squad coming off of three consecutive losses mm. to close out the season to three. Wyoming, UNLV, and San Jose State, yet they still find their way into the field of 68. They are a slight dog against Arizona State, Bobby Hurley's squad in Dayton. Stunning to me that Nevada's in this field. You can lose the last three games to the three teams you just mentioned who are not in the tournament and slip in here. I, I know the net ranking's high for Nevada, the Ken Palm Metrics are positive for Nevada, and I, I like this Wolfpack team, but you can't finish the season that way. You were a big favorite in those final three games. If you just win one, you're in the bracket. They lost all three, and I, I'm, I'm really disappointed that Rutgers was left out of this field. I, I think that's a crime that Rutgers has been left out. Anyway, I lean Arizona State here. I've got Arizona State, uh, I'll say, yeah, I've got it between one and a half, two. Arizona State, two points better. Interesting matchup. Bobby Hurley complains to the officials every trip down the floor. Steve Alford, the opposing coach for Nevada, I think did a hell of a job before the, the final three games. Long trip to Dayton, and I believe the winner of this game then plays in Denver on Friday. Yep. So that's a difficult little situational spot for whoever wins this game. I'm sure it'll be built into the number, kind of built into the By handicap. By the way, Adam, the but... Sun Devils have been here before, right? They played in the first four before. That, yes. Yeah. I think that helps, too. Yeah, I do, too. You know, I mean, it's in the same venue every year. You know, you, you kind of get a little bit of familiarity with that. Yeah, I, I think... And Arizona State's probably just a better team overall. I, I would agree. Uh, I would look at Arizona State. By the way, Arizona State spot. has two players that transferred from Nevada this season. See? Oh, look at that. All sorts of storylines in that game. I like Arizona State there, I think. All right. There are your play-in games, the first four that will take place on Tuesday and Wednesday. Alabama, the one seed in the South region. Purdue, the one seed in the East region. Houston, the one in the Midwest. And the one in the West region, Kansas are they the best team in that region? Eh, maybe, maybe not. That's Adam Burke, Matt Humans. I'm Tim Murray. It is betting the bracket, one hour in the books. Come on back for more analysis right here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.